0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Proud Canadian comedy legend, Norm MacDonald passed away after battling cancer secretly for almost a decade at age 61 yesterday. And all of us here on the Taz and Jim program, big Norm McDonald fans, kind of one of the uh, the bonds that we have. Jim loves Norm. I, I was a fan of Norm's as long as I can remember. Eric, our producer, is a big Norm guy. And when I first heard that Norm had passed, one of the first people I, I had to text message was our sports guy from Global News Radio, Devin Peacock. Because, Dev, I know you were borderline obsessed with Norm
2: McDonald. Yeah, I was uh, shocked when I heard the news. I saw him live twice, once in London, once in Hamilton, and I wish I saw him so many more times. We need more Norm McDonald's. Uh, Norm had cancer for nine years, didn't tell a soul or virtually anybody. We're in a pandemic right now. How many people are complaining about their situation? And that is sort of what defines them. Norm had cancer, he uh, did it on his own, handled it on his own didn't complain, lived his life. Norm MacDonald didn't care what uh, people thought of him. He just went out and did his thing. So many people are so worried about what other people think about themselves. And we need to be in a place where you can say the wrong thing. And Norm MacDonald said the wrong thing a lot. And it doesn't define you as a person where you can say the wrong thing and then move past it, and people forget it, and just go on and live their life so you can live your life. So we need more norms in that way as well. The world would be so much better off if we had more Norm McDonalds and sadly we have won less, and we have lost the best Norm McDonald.
1: Apologies to any other Norm McDonald who might be listening. Norman
0: McDonald from Tilsonburg. He's gonna be
3: like, what about about me? Hi, I'm Norm McDonald, and this is the news. Too bad that you're not as smart as you thought you were. Hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. (laughs) That's right. Ferguson, funny name. There's a real stream of consciousness thing happening here, Norman. Yeah, it's called conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Vendor, it's still your boy. Yeah, well, uh, why don't you give me, uh... Why don't you give me eight tit for 200 It's not eight tit. <laughs> and in a related story, this week marked the 5,000th performance of the Broadway musical Cats. It also marked the 5,000th time a guy turned to his wife and said... What the hell is this? <laughs> that was a funny dog, Scooby Doo, He drove around a van and uh, solved mysteries. That is incorrect. No, that's correct. <laughs> I remember he had a pal scrapping it. I would tell about my wife. What a battle axe! <laughs> <laughs> She's supposed to be my life partner. I look in the mirror the other day and I says to her, I says, "Honey, I look in the mirror and all I see is a fat, ugly old man, and I need you to give me a compliment." She says, all right, then. Uh, your eyesight is damn near perfect. I said, you dirty dog.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mr. Reynolds, what are you doing?
3: <laughs> yeah, I found this backstage, uh, oversized hat. It's funny. No, it's not. Charity. It's funny. It's funny because it's uh, bigger than a <clears throat> you know, normal hat. I-, I
2: see that. Get back to your podium.
3: I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure if the cancer dies, I mean, if you die, the cancer also dies at exactly the same time. So that, to me... It's not a loss. That's a draw. That's a...
1: You know what I mean? Want to give a kudos to our uh, our colleagues at Global News out in British Columbia. There is a clip that's making the rounds. People are really appreciating. Uh, Nitu Garsha. She's a, uh, a journalist with Global News. And she was sitting down with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. And there is a bit of an exchange that... Justin seemed to be a little bothered by at the end of their interview.
2: All right, Mr. Trudeau, we have to leave it there. Thank you so much again for your Wait,
3: time. This is an election on big things that we didn't get to talk about. What we didn't talk about the pandemic. We didn't talk about climate change. These are the decisions people are taking. This so, is what people care about in B.C.
2: Mr. Trudeau, what people care about is... Among many things, reconciliation. And yes. that's why that was among the top questions uh, that I've I, asked you I today. We agree. have run the debate. We have run major news conferences that you have held throughout the campaign. Our colleagues across the country have asked for opportunities to interview you and yes. ask a range of topics, and you've denied their request. This is likely wow. from what we well, understand, listen, have Wow, I'm
3: excited to continue talking to British Columbians about climate change and about ending this pandemic for good and about the important choice uh, BCers and all Canadians need to make on how we move forward.
2: Great. Thank you very much again for your time. Thank you
0: classy slam yeah that was good she handled that (laughs) amazing
1: i don't know it's it's tough to be in that situation you know we've had interviews just when any interview is going long and you know you gotta move on and you have a guest who keeps talking and talking you're trying to wrap it up Mm -hmm. it can be stressful as a host but then you add in there the the prime minister of the country and the smugness. He, a little bit of smug in there. You got to be impartial. You're trying to do your, your job unbiasedly reporting on on the election. <laughs> you know, you, you'd love to he, Trudeau did show some emotion there. He's like, "Oh, oh, when she when she kind of owned him a little bit." <laughs> yeah, like he, it just bothers me. I the fact that they get questions beforehand or uh, sometimes politicians won't go into interviews unless they know what is going to be discussed or asked. Yeah. I want want them to show up, and this is all politicians. They'll all do this. Uh I want them to show up with no idea what the questions are, and I want to hear them think on their feet because... Yeah, what do you truly believe? Like, you know, it's easy to write something down and memorize it. When you're not prepared, that's Mm -hmm. when the truth comes out. So obviously, he had the stock answers ready to go for the (laughs) topics he wanted to talk about, and... Little glisten of sweat on the forehead out in the yeah. Global News uh, studios in British Columbia the other day for, for Justin. Wrapping her up on Monday, big election across the country. And if you want to stay up to date with what's going on on the campaign trail, you know you can trust our friends at globalnews.ca. Jim, you wanted to give a shout out to a couple
0: of guys. Yeah, a couple of guys I ran into yesterday working outside of my house. Dean. And George, L82 Construction, uh, they're ripping up uh, the street in front of my house right now. So this isn't something that is being done
1: by choice. This is your your road is being worked on. Yeah, yeah. Pretty major
0: project? Yeah, it's the whole, like, I don't know how long the road is, but at least... I, almost a kilometer in the suburbs, basically. So it's been tearing like, up pipe and stuff. Yeah, all new plumbing. We got the letter in the mail the other day, uh, or like you know, a couple months ago, that was saying the the road is going to be ripped up, and it's going to be uh, gone until December, I think. So it's one of those things where <laughs> there's gravel on the on the road for a while here. And uh, slightly inconvenient, but it's got to be done. Do you feel like a VIP, though, when you see that local traffic
1: only sign? Oh, yeah. And you get to go around it because you know your house is just down there?
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know that if anybody else tries to follow you, I'm calling the bylaw officers or (laughs) something. Actually, I'm actually really upset because remember last year when I had that big debacle over the tree in front of my house? Yeah, you were wondering if a tree that needed to come down was on city property.
1: Yeah. You were hoping it was because then the city would have to come and pay for it to be cut down instead of you paying for
0: it and the city had archived it as a city tree we went back and forth they reneged on the deal said no it was my tree so i had to pay for it to come down and how much did put, it cost you like a thousand bucks it cost fifteen hundred bucks and now they flagged around the tree they put these and i think they're ripping out the, the stump that i left in there anyway so if i would have just left it up for another year <laughs> <laughs> it got taken down uh I don't know if that's happening, but that's what I'm assuming is going on. But uh anyway, these guys were busy. and actually I ran into Dean. I this is the second time I saw him. He recognized me, I was walking my dogs. He's like, Hey, I met you at Anthony Jesselnick. you're Jim from the radio. So I had a chat with these boys. George was petting my dogs. Good guys. Actually, but I will say it's a it's a little loud outside my house right now. I was sitting in my office and uh I was like, I gotta record just how loud this is here. This window's closed.
1: This is windows
0: closed. Yeah. That's not that's not a jackhammer or a rivet bust or anything like that. That is my closet shaking. <laughs> so it's like that's my the
1: foundation house. of your house.
0: <laughs> well, that's a bit much.
1: <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. Good luck trying to take your afternoon nap
0: there, sunshine. Honestly, it's. I think it might be soothing to me. It reminds me. I I took a nap yesterday, and it was soothing. It was like I used to work construction, and every once in a while, you'd go in the the work trailer to grab a tool halfway through the day. Maybe you're drinking the night before. You see a tarp laying in the corner. You're like, I could just fall asleep on that tarp, that bag of insulation, so easily right now. And that's kind of what it felt like yesterday. Oh, good. You
1: feel right at home. It's like it's like napping in the work truck. Exactly. I was vibrated to sleep. Wow.
2: Shee.
1: Jiggling that old prostate around, eh, buddy? I was <laughs> <laughs> wondering why you've been smiling the past couple days here. was a good nap. Norm MacDonald passed away at age 61, and he liked to let it ride. Bit of a gambler, Norm. Notorious <laughs> for playing cards. He loved the craps as well. He actually talked about his gambling in his uh, book, Based on a True Story, Not a Memoir. And I want to read a little excerpt here. This is from the chapter called The Final Chapter. As for my gambling, it's true I lost a, a few times, but that's because I always took the long shot and it never came in. But I still have some time before I cross that river. And if you're at the table and you're rolling them bones, there's no money in playing it safe you have to take all your chips and put them on double six and watch as every eye goes to you and then those red dice doing their wild dance and freezing time before finding the cruel green felt. I've been lucky. Jim, you spoke with Mark Breslin, who's the founder of Yuck Yucks, and you were talking about some of the big names that have come from Yuck Yucks' careers that have been started in that comedy club here in Canada. And Norm MacDonald was one guy that Mark wanted to talk about with you. And Do you have that audio here ready to go? Mm-hmm.
4: Well, you know, he was an incredibly private guy. Um, he didn't hang out with a lot of comics. Um, and I remember, actually, the first time... the first We all went, we used to go on these Vegas trips, all the comics, and Norm came on the first trip. He'd never been to Vegas before. In fact, he'd never been in a casino before. And it was the beginning of his gambling addiction. Uh Uh-oh. And the, when we were taking the plane home, which was a charter, um, we couldn't find Norm. And the plane was actually late because somebody had to run back to the casino Grab Norm off the tables, who had not slept in two days, and get up on the plane before the plane took off.
0: You're kidding.
4: No. <laughs> what if I would kid about that? Obviously not,
0: because, you know, there's all the stories about him gambling, chucking thousands of dollars off a bridge into the water. Well, I
4: saw it, I saw the, fir- I saw it the first time it happened, So uh, because this was the days when they didn't have casinos in Canada
1: remember wow way to go mark breslin <laughs> but norm loved it and, and, and you know that's that's the message is you can't win if you don't play sure. and he definitely he definitely played his entire life here's another excerpt from his book norm mcdonald says when i was a boy i was sure i'd never make it past moose creek ontario canada But I've been all over this world, except for Europe, Asia, Australia, Africa, and South America. (laughs) Oh, and Antarctica. But that's really splitting hairs. I mean, how many people have ever been to Antarctica? I never expected to be any more than a common laborer, and I would have considered myself lucky to have achieved that. But I was blessed with so much more. I'm a stand-up comedian, and I have been for over a quarter of a century. I've performed thousands of hours... From a small club in Ottawa, Ontario, all the way to a small club in Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to miss Norm McDonald, who has passed away at age 61.
2: Well, I, I
3: see my clock, clock on the wall, That's it's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long, farewell, farewell, you, as you, stay well, bye. Keep walking At Stay loose As you move you I'll approach Goodbye and we meet
0: again This is Taz and Jim I wanna see you peacock cop,
4: cop,
1: cop. Time you're for peacock, sports We're joined by Devin peacock, peacock, peacock From Global peacock, News Radio And Dev You wanna talk about Some hot three-way action Ooh
2: Yeah <laughs> This
1: should be, be good
2: who doesn't love a little thruple? Because that's what the Blue Jays are in right now. The Toronto Blue Jays, of course, with with Boston and New York. The Blue Jays lost yesterday, and both New York and Boston won. So Toronto, New York, and Boston are now in a three way wild card tie in the AL uh, wild card race. Now, right. Now, in terms of the standings, it's New York and Toronto with Boston on the outside looking in, based on some of the tiebreakers, but uh, there's still a lot to to be decided. But uh, this is going to be, you know, we knew it was going to be tight. This is going to be even tighter than I think maybe people appreciated. This is going to go right down to the wire.
1: Nothing like a tight (laughs) three-way. The tighter, the better,
2: I say. You don't know what gaps you're going into.
1: (laughs) Hey, if you've been watching the Jays uh, broadcast, you may have noticed something a little strange. Dev did, and you've done your research. What's going on?
2: Yeah, so sometimes it's uh, – last night it was Dan Showman and Pat Tabler. Sometimes it is Buck Martinez and Tabler. Sometimes it's Shulman and Martinez. In the broadcast booth. In the broadcast booth on the TV side, and people are wondering what's going on here. Well, uh, the Toronto Sun has reported that uh, Buck Martinez is – Uh, not double vaccinated, may not even be vaccinated at all, and as such cannot enter Canada. Pat Tabler has been going back and forth between Toronto and his home base in Cincinnati to call games, and sometimes he's on the road depending on where they are. So he can go back and forth freely, but Martinez can't. So if you're wondering why they have all these different combos, that's
1: Mm -hmm. why. Wow, so
0: they're doing a little swapping.
2: Yeah, we've walked uh, swapping Dallas going on, you know.
0: Uh, oh, he doesn't have a bat, but he's sure a bit of a swinger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everyone needs to, you know, keep a you know a little, a little action going on in the in the broadcast booth.
1: There is nothing sexier than the prospect of the Blue Jays making the playoffs.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Looking at the forecast here for the next five or six days, no rain expected. Nothing but sunshine and highs in the mid-20s. I'm a little disappointed it's not going to rain. Why is that? Well, my two-year-old daughter, she's got a limited vocabulary, but she has picked up a couple words here and there. And My wife is from Ukraine, so my wife speaks Ukrainian to her, and some of the words she knows are Ukrainian words doesn't know the English word for some things, but she does know the Ukrainian word. She knows the Ukrainian word for rain, which is douche. <laughs> you know, anytime it's overcast and the skies are threatening, my little two-year-old daughter, Amelia, with her, her blonde curly hair and her big blue eyes, will run over to the window and she'll point and she'll start shouting,
0: douche, <laughs> douche. Douche. Oh, that's awkward.
1: Just makes me laugh. <laughs> Daddy, douche. Yeah, it's, I've been called that before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, outside. Oh, okay. That'd be funny if you're walking by like a group of like frat boys, you know, by the university douche, or something like douche. that. Starts raining. <laughs> Daddy gets in a fight.
1: Well, we were driving in the car the other day, and my son, the same thing. That's when it's about to rain. He says, he says the Ukrainian uh, phrase. And it started to trickle down And my son looks up And he goes "Oh, Daddy, I hate douches <laughs> And I said Well, I hate them too, bud But you're going to have to deal with them For the rest of your life So you might as well get used to it Yeah, Could be a co-worker Maybe one of your friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's douching cats and dogs out here, dad Yeah,
1: well, no douches For the next five days or so Nothing but sunshine
0: I to see you it's
1: sports time we are joined by our sports guy from global news radio devin peacock is here and obviously the biggest sports story of the week so far is the uh the mma fight that almost happened at the mtv video music awards on the red carpet between conor mcgregor and machine gun kelly dev we haven't got your thoughts on this yet
2: i'm just so tired of conor mcgregor he's turned into basically a sideshow at this point like he's not known for winning he did participate in ufc 264 back in july he broke his leg the picture of him you know with his fist raised at machine gun kelly is just classic conor mcgregor these days where he's known as like uh, he might as well be the clown at the circus rather than participating oh in snap. It. It's just, uh, If he just...
1: hears that, he's throwing a drink at you, bud.
0: <laughs> You're right, though, Dev. It was fun when he was winning, like because he was talking smack and he was backing it up, but now it's like sad. Now he's like the guy from uh, the Monty Python movie, Holy Grail, where they cut off his leg, and he's like, that's nothing, that's, that's just, that's scratch He's got no arms, no legs left, and he's still <laughs> he's talking smack. He's the Black smack. Knight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I wish he would just take the time and rehab and come back like gangbusters and just, you know, just destroy somebody so he can beat that Conor McGregor, not this Conor McGregor who just completely bores me.
1: Instead of the drunk at the end of the bar at 2 a.m. challenging everyone to a fight and people just walking past him saying, okay, buddy. Sad.
2: Yeah, he's not even worth the fight. It's just, who cares?
0: but having said that I would like to see him fight Jake Paul <laughs> Honestly, or I Machine mean. Gun Kelly yeah yeah, that will get him back into my good books if
2: I get to see Megan Fox then sure why not <laughs> thank you very
1: much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast if you want to listen to us the old fashioned way live on the radio you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30 or subscribe Keep downloading the podcast
4: and we'll keep talking.